Welcome to Acona Beyond the Articles, the podcast of Acona Online, the student-run newspaper for the Academy of the Holy Names in Tampa, Florida. Each episode is hosted by our staff members in which they give their opinions on a variety of current topics. We publish one episode per week, and you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now, let's start the episode. Hi, I'm junior staff writer Sofia Garcia, and today I'm going to dive into the topic why mental health is oversaturated with only depression and anxiety. I will also be discussing other mental health disorders that deserve more recognition besides stereotypes. So, to start this off, I wanted to acknowledge that anxiety and depression are more talked about in when just when talking about mental health because they are they're the most common kind of disorders and most prevalent in teenagers in all ages and I have a couple of statistics to back that up. Anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the U.S. affecting 40 million adults in the United States age 18 and older or 18.1 percent of the population every year. Globally an estimated 284 million people experience an anxiety disorder in 2017. Anxiety disorders are highly treatable yet only 36.9 percent of those suffering receive treatment. People with an anxiety disorder are three to five times more likely to go to the doctor and six times more likely to be hospitalized for psychiatric disorders than those who do not suffer from anxiety disorders and with more people going to the doctor and being kind of studied or hospitalized it gives doctors more chances to study and have more information on anxiety disorders compared to other people that live with mental illness that don't seek help or treatment because they won't know they need treatment and doctors won't be as aware of like how it affects someone because they have they don't encounter it as much and With anxiety disorders, they can develop from a complex set of risk factors, including genetics, brain chemistry, personality, and life events. So with anxiety disorders generalized, anyone can develop them. It's not strictly a brain chemistry thing for all people. It can be from anything and anywhere so many people can experience it like with certain disorders like PTSD or dissociative identity disorder it's from trauma it's from something that like has happened to a person in their life and that's only how you can get those disorders but for an anxiety disorder it could just be like genetic like it's in your brain also like how ADHD is something that is just your brain chemistry and how your brain is wired like, there's no traumatic thing that can happen to you that makes you predisposed to it because you're just born with it that's different from anxiety disorders because you can just develop it over time so anxiety can okay. seep its way into anything and off the topic of just like, anxiety anxiety in a disordered way most uh, everyone in their life will experience the feeling of anxiety whether that be for a test or presenting or maybe you got in trouble or other things those things are different from having an actual disorder where it affects like your daily life every minute of your life has anxiety and it just that's why it's a disorder Um, most people will like have experience with that emotion at most so that's why I feel when talking about mental health anxiety is such a common and a strong way to start it off and also with anxiety and anxiety disorders 
a lot of symptoms from anxiety overlap in symptoms of other disorders. So like if I have, um, let's say I have ADHD, I feel anxiety because I can't focus. Maybe um, like the noises are too loud or I'm having a sensory overload. Factors of or symptoms of having a sensory overload include anxiety. So some facts about depression because this is also really talked about as well. Um, major depressive disorder affects approximately 17.3 million American adults or about 7.1% of the U.S. population age 18 and older in a given year. Major depressive disorder is more prevalent in women than men. 1.9 million children ages 3 to 17 have diagnosed depression. Depression is not as common in average stress, but this disorder is in its symptoms are common in various mental disorders and physical illnesses. Uh, let's say ADHD and bipolar. Um, uh, some risk factors for untreated ADHD are developing depression because you cannot focus or organize your life and so you can develop depression over time because of that. And same with bipolar, but bipolar is kind of a mood thing that isn't as much environmental. Um, but people with bipolar experience depression during depressive episodes, so uh, the topic of it varies to a wide audience of, like, mental disorders. And also with physical illnesses, cancer. 25% of cancer patients experience depression. Um, HIV depression is the second most common mental health condition among patients living with HIV. Eating disorders, 33 to 50% of anorexia patients have a comorbid mood disorder such as depression. So even away from a mental health standpoint, depression, it's experienced among a very wide audience. A lot of people experience it. It's similar to anxiety. Not everyone has, like, obviously with depression, you have, like, suicidal thoughts. You have lost interest in activities. Not everyone experiences that, like, on the daily. Like, if I'm making a presentation, I'm not going to think of, like, harming myself. But if you already have a mental, like, a history of mental health problems, there's a high chance that depression isn't as far away. And, um... It's very common between all age groups, which makes the topic so versatile because of how many people experience it. So 7 million adults aged 65 years and older are affected by depression. Suicide was the second leading cause of death among individuals between ages 10 and 34, and the fourth leading cause of death among individuals between ages 35 and 54. Most of the time... The reasons for suicide are because of depression and mental health. And because suicide is a very well-known topic, obviously the cause for it is going to be well-known as well. So that's what makes depression easier to hear about because at least you'll you'll know at least of like one of those topics. And with depression and what I've noticed why people don't talk about anything other than these two is because both of these mental health problems... They come off as they're not going to harm another individual, so they're not as scary. With depression, most people, and I'm not saying all, but most people are more likely to harm themselves because obviously like a loss of interest in life. So when talking about it, it's less of a scary disorder. I think personally that people don't want to talk about other disorders because 
it could be threatening even though a lot of that is a misconception that's why i feel it like there's so much information about depression and anxiety because it's the safe one it's not the one that's like i hear voices i hear thoughts telling me to do morally incorrect things even though it's out of your control but they're not the scary disorders also like eating disorders really just anorexia not as much as bulimia or binge eating disorder or pica but like anorexia nervosa is widely talked about and accepted because the only thing you're harming is yourself and the outcome of anorexia is really widely appreciated at least in western cultures when someone has an eating disorder and they're overweight and they lose a bunch of weight people are more likely to congratulate them also with depression it's more accepted to be like oh yeah i feel you you're right to be depressed over this like it's okay like that's understandable feeling like a loss of interest in life and like depressed and like most people say it's a bored of life and mixing that up with like actual suicidal tendencies is so so normal i've seen it everywhere you shouldn't trivialize your friend or make them feel bad for thinking that way but you shouldn't make it seem like it's the standard because why would i want to get treatment if i'm normal and the normal is suicidal thoughts with that being said i hear a lot about mental health awareness month right i hear so much about it and again it's only ever at least when i hear it about it at school or something it's about school stress and there's so much more to talk about there's so many more people that i even know myself that have more problems and just school stress and just covid's probably the number one talking point now which i understand but I'm thinking of like before that, if I'd ever had a mental health talk in my class. And that's good that we're having them. But if the topic is just, again, surrounding school, another stressor that I'm already in. Why would I want to hear about how stressful school is while in school instead of doing something about it? While like venting to it to my teachers and staff and it just goes to a wall. Like it doesn't go anywhere. When people that take the lead or initiative to talk during these like let's talk about our feelings things and the first thing they go off on is academics it's like you just already set the tone of the conversation for this limited amount of what you're allowed to talk about it's not as open as it should be and it's the same topic over and over again with that being said i wanted to talk about actual other disorders that are kind of deemed the scary ones so i'm grabbing a list of really just um disorders with intrusive thoughts in them and intrusive thoughts are just unwanted thoughts that appear in your head without your control over and that cause you stress and worry so the first one i had is schizophrenia and Growing up, I don't have schizophrenia. I always thought that it was kind of rare. I've never met someone with schizophrenia. I don't know anyone with schizophrenia. But it affects about one in every hundred people. That is a lot of people. Um, It's pretty common. But again, I don't hear like 
any any topic or discussion about it and you could be diagnosed with schizophrenia if you experience some of these symptoms like hallucinations delusions disorganized thinking lack of motivation slow movement change in sleep patterns changes in body language and emotions less interest in social activities and more um and those are just some of the symptoms that also appear to overlap with depression but except for like hallucinations and delusions this isn't just my personal experience but i have heard this there is a huge misconception about schizophrenia that individuals with the disorder are inherently violent because of hallucinations when that's actually not true um it turns out that People with schizophrenia are more likely to be harmed by someone without it than harm another person because of it. The misconception that just comes from like hearing and having hallucinations and seeing things or hearing things or thinking very uh, disorganized thoughts. And these misconceptions make it so much more difficult to talk about very common disorders because it's like, why would I want to go to a doctor or tell my friend about it? Because they're going to think I'm crazy and I'm going to hurt them. Or I'm going to be sent somewhere. Compared to saying I have anxiety because everyone has anxiety. Not an anxiety disorder, but everyone has at most experienced it. And also jokes about how people with schizophrenia are violent or um, just jokes about it in general. Like me when I talk to nobody, ha ha ha. They're pretty bad. It's not a good stigma to have because it makes people feel ashamed of their symptoms because they don't have control over them. I know people that have met someone with psychosis or schizophrenia and the first thing they tell me is like, they're crazy. They're insane. If someone were to say, I have thoughts of harming myself, no one would say they're insane because it's reasonable because it's so common. But it's just because that there's a chance that it could harm another person that it's a threat and that it's a no-no discussion. Another disorder with intrusive thoughts is OCD. Um, one in a hundred adults are estimated to have OCD. There are as many children in the U.S. with OCD as there are children with diabetes. It can emerge from any time from preschool to adulthood, but it most commonly appears between ages 10 to 12 or in late teens slash early adulthood. So OCD has a kind of, I've noticed, but like a split misconceptions about it. So it's either one spectrum is like productive cleaning person and then the other one is like crazy insane religious person, whatever it may be. But the cleaning one is without a doubt more noticeable or notorious and I think people are okay with hearing about OCD if it's only like a organizing or cleaning um, intrusive thought or like ritual because then it's productive and I know friends that have this disorder and they've been told that before and it's so gross. It's sad that it's not like, an okay thing to discuss and especially with worse intrusive thoughts or like intrusive thoughts about like harming yourself or just other things that aren't socially acceptable even though you cannot change them it's so much harder to discuss those because then you may seem like a bad person even though like you may not be a bad person i don't think that side of ocd is shared because then it doesn't it's not like oh i don't experience that so that's that's crazy next 
and it sucks that that cycle keeps repeating itself. With all of those, there's a bunch more that have intrusive thoughts or have been labeled violent. It's just really kind of diminishing when people want to talk more about mental health and then the only topics they touch on are literally just scratching the surface. There is so much more to people than school stress. School has a lot to do with stress, but I'm just saying like people want to say I'm so open to hearing about mental health and then what they mean is the already discussed anxiety and depression. You're going to encounter someone without just depression and anxiety and find out that mental health problems actually go just beyond those two and you won't know how to say anything other than have you taken your anti-anxiety gummies and they're gonna be like what and you're gonna be like oh sorry I just I read an infographic about anxiety and they're gonna be like dude I literally have bipolar like what are you talking about if the only topics you're really well versed on are just those two and they're the only things you're comfortable discussing it's such a narrow mindset that needs to change especially when the whole topic of mental health is to fight stigmas sincerely from someone in the 504 plan um (laughs) um i literally did not have any topics or knew that much about adhd until people started talking about it more on the internet because the only topics that are ever well addressed are just anxiety and depression not saying that you shouldn't talk about them just there needs to be more discussions about different problems thank you for tuning in on my podcast and i really hope you guys continue to listen to our podcast at Icona and read our articles we're super good so thank you